Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Robert Garcia, candidate for mayor, city of Long Beach, as we continue our 22nd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. Our guest for tonight's show is Robert Garcia, candidate for mayor of the city of Long Beach. Robert, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. As you know, we uh, previously taped a half-hour show with your opponent, and these two shows will be broadcast back-to-back uh, -to -back in the run-up to the uh, June 3rd primary. Uh, Vice Mayor Robert Garcia, uh, why are you running for mayor? I'm running for mayor because I love Long Beach. Uh, Long Beach is just a really incredible place. I think you and I both know that. I've, I'm, a, I'm a Long Beach guy. I think one of the great things about our city is its diversity, is the people, are the neighborhoods. If you think about what we have as a community, uh, we have the largest seaport in the country. We have one of the best universities in the state here at Cal State Long Beach. In fact, more people apply to Cal State Long Beach than any other university in the entire Cal State system. You think about our regional airport. You think about the neighborhoods. You think about the urban school district we have. Long Beach Unified is one of the top five urban school districts uh, in the country. So this is a really great place. And I think if you look at the last few years, we've done some really great things at the city. We've balanced the budget. We've gotten us to a surplus. We've reformed pensions. Crime is at a historic low. And so I'm running on a record of success at the city. And I'm running to move our city forward in the right direction. Uh, both you and your opponent uh, are truly American success stories only in America. You, you emigrated from uh, Peru, and uh, you're the first uh, in your family to have graduated from college and then higher education after that, and you've been successful in your, in your political efforts. And your opponent also uh, has a quite, quite a remarkable background. So uh, I, I, I think there is that, that much of commonality between uh, uh, the, the two of you. Uh, what issues would you focus on most under a Garcia mayorship? Well, I think first it's important that we keep our uh, being financially responsible. I think the record that we've done over the last few years shows that. When I came, first came into office, we were at a $40 million budget deficit. Uh, pensions were still uh, really unfunded. We were having major problems with a lot of issues in the city. But if you look at what we did is we took our pension system, we reformed it. That's going to save the city over $250 million over the next 10 years. We took our budget and we brought it to the first surplus that we've had in almost a decade. So the single most important job the next mayor is going to have to do is to continue our responsible financial policy. I've been there. I'm ready on day one. I know our budget backwards and forwards. I know the players at the city when it comes to the budget. So that is job number one. But then beyond that, we've got to look at growth. The Port of Long Beach is incredibly important. We're going to be entering an unprecedented phase of competition at the Port of Long Beach from Asia, from South America, from Central America and Mexico. And so we've got to ensure that those jobs, and by the way, it's 30,000 direct Long Beach jobs that the port has an influence over. And you're talking about you know, hundreds of thousands of jobs indirectly throughout the region. So the port is our single most important economic asset. And the next mayor has got to be ready to ensure that that asset grows and that trade is growing, that we're building infrastructure in and around the Port of Long Beach. So those two things are incredibly important. And then beyond that, we've got to look at public safety, 
Crime is at a historic low, but there's still challenges in some neighborhoods. We've got to look at ensuring that we're restoring uh, services as we can afford them. More library hours, uh, increasing our park space, investing back in the streets and sidewalks. But while we're doing this, we've got to stay financially responsible. The days of overspending and overspending what we have, I think, are over. We've got to grow what we can afford. Um, and I think the other important thing is that Long Beach is an incredibly rich place when it comes to neighborhoods. And I think it's time again to, now that we are at this surplus, to invest back in these communities. Let's go back to public safety for a second. Uh, the number of police officers we have uh, has dropped significantly in the last uh, six years. Um, and of course, we have a police academy this past year and another one the next year, which we will actually just stop the hemorrhaging caused by retirement and uh, attrition. Uh, what's your view, and you've been the chair of the Public Safety Committee of the council, what's your view as to the appropriate level of police manning? Well, I think the, the number I always look at is the crime statistics. And I think it's important to know that Long Beach, like I said before, is experiencing its lowest level of crime in 40 years. So we are doing really well on the crime statistic number. I think that is the single most important thing. Now, I also believe that we, we spent what we can afford. The reality is that I would love to have 100, two more, 200 more police officers. There's no question. But we can't afford one or 200 more police well, officers. Well, how many can we afford? Well, we can afford to, to probably, first of all, not lose more officers, and then over the next few years begin to grow, perhaps five, six, seven officers a year. But, but we can't just you know, put out a number out there and expect to pay for it. We don't have the funds. And so, and, and so we got to be careful about that. Some have been critical of you for being the chair of the Public Safety Committee and not having holding any meetings for two years, what would be your response? Well, first of all, that's not correct. I think the, 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 the criticism was that I didn't hold meetings related to the budget in public safety. That's the job of the Budget Oversight Committee. I have meetings with the Public Safety Committee all the time. The one that you're the chair of? Absolutely. I'm, we have them uh, regularly, like, like all the other committees. And, and what kinds of issues do you discuss at those oh, we meetings? Di we discuss everything. I mean, we discuss everything from modernization, police technology. The, we do the crime statistic quarterly review. We discuss um, things like sex trafficking and other issues that are important to the community. So we, can, we have those meetings uh, regularly, like all committee meetings. But, it, but it is, it's the role of the Budget Oversight Committee to discuss budget issues. There is a particular concern about the cutbacks in the gang unit. As you know, we have a substantial gang population in Long Beach, I think, 5,000 gang members, about 1% of the population, and we really need to somehow address that. Uh, and uh, one would think that uh, a robust gang unit would be necessary to help with that problem. Absolutely. We, we, can, we can have what we can afford. And I think what we did is we had to make some really tough decisions about cutting Everyone got cut, by the way. So the police department, the fire department, libraries, we had to yep. cut everyone. But what happened? Now we have the surplus for the first time. We're putting more money into our reserves. The city is financially stronger today than it's been in decades. And I think that's something that's important. And you would pledge to maintain that fiscal uh, austerity into your budget uh, Absolutely. As mayor. It's job number one. Okay. We'll be back with more of our show, but first we have to pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks.
Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back continuing the conversation with Robert Garcia, candidate for mayor of the city of Long Beach. Robert, uh, all of us registered voters got dozens and dozens of mailers in the primary, and now we're starting to get them in the runoff. And uh, I, at least 10 came from your campaign, which I hold up here in a fan-like <laughs> array. And here's my question to you. You, you have... Uh, uh, advocated appropriately the importance of economic development in our town and jobs, and yet none of your mailers were printed here in town. How come you did not use a local printer to print the tens of thousands of dollars worth of printing which you spent on these mailers? Well, that's actually not true. And so we use a variety of printers, but uh, for example, Seaside Printing, we've done all of our letterhead there, we've done our stickers there, we've done our, our, our uh, yeah, but, signs there. But none of these mailers were printed at Seaside Printing. And I, I will also add that the same is true of your opponents as well. But I'm asking you because you're running. Oh. How come, how come you don't use a local printer, whether it's Seaside or some other union local printer, uh, to spend these tens of thousands of dollars which your campaign is spending? Well, we've, we have spent thousands and thousands of dollars at, lo at a particularly one local printer, which is Seaside. Uh, and that includes, by the way, mailers that we did in the, la in the last campaign and the, door and the door hangers we did. So we've used a variety of printers. Uh, different printers also have different specialties. They work with different mail houses. Uh, but we have used uh, and poured a significant amount of money into uh, one particularly local printer. Uh, and some of those are, are printed at some other mail houses because of the relationship they have with the mail brokers. But we're, we have a variety of different printers that we use, including local. Okay, um, fair enough. Uh, another question I wanted to ask you uh, was, uh, I noticed on a recent council vote involving donning and duffing settlement, uh, you excused yourself uh, from the vote and returned uh, shortly thereafter. And, and some may view that as uh, ducking the vote for political expediency. Could you just address that issue? Sure. Well, first of all, I, I mean, I, I took that vote in closed session. And so that's, you know, as far as voting for it, I've voted on that issue before. Uh, but 
there isn't, I mean, people, by the way, have to, on occasion, council members get up and leave. People have to use the restroom. They have to do a variety of things. And so on occasion, people will leave, will leave and come back. And so I needed to use the restroom. And when I have to use the restroom, I will go take that break. Well, in fairness to you, you're not uh, the first uh, council person historically to, uh, to leave during a meeting. And as I understand uh, uh, the way things work, it's the mayor's prerogative to decide whether or not to excuse a person once they've been seated. And should you be elected mayor, what would be your policy if people wanted to leave uh, so they could avoid a vote? Well, first of all, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think people are asked if they're voting or votes or not. The reality is that your council meetings sometimes, as you know, can last five, six, seven hours, depending on, on, the, on the night. Uh, so if people, can't, people have uh, to do or use the restroom or go grab a bite to eat because the meetings start at five or they're in close sessions before that, I think they're, they're adults and they're, they're able to make those decisions and I'm, I'm certainly not going to micromanage when they need to use the restroom or grab a bite to eat. Okay. Uh, besides jobs and economic development, what would be some of the uh, challenges that you would like to address as mayor of the city? Well, I think one is, uh, is education. I mean, I think, you know, as an educator myself, uh, we have an incredibly rich educational system in Long Beach. If you think about Cal State Long Beach as an asset, you think about Long Beach City College, one of the largest community colleges in the, in the state of California, and our, our unified school district. These are incredibly rich assets with incredibly great people. The faculty at Cal State Long Beach are some of the brightest minds in the region. And I think as a city, we have to do a better job of reaching out and getting faculty and graduate students uh, and others to be part of the civic solution. I, I want to see an unprecedented relationship and an unprecedented partnership happen between the city and the university as well as the community college in projects. I want to see faculty housing built, graduate student housing built. I want to see uh, uh, you know, satellite offices for the university in downtown Long Beach. I want to see graduate students working at every level of the city on projects with managers and learning firsthand. I want to see a strengthened internship program. And These how, are the kinds how of will you create uh, this, this nexus that I think is, is, is very worthwhile? Well, the, I mean, first, I'm uniquely qualified for it. Uh, I've worked as an instructor here at oh, Cal yeah. State Long Beach. I've worked uh, as an instructor at Long Beach City College and an administrator at Long Beach City College. I know the school district. In fact, the, you know, the, the president of the school board is supporting me in, the, in this election. And so my job as mayor is going to be to bring all everyone together uh, soon after the election and really form a new partnership and a working group focus on ways of bridging the gap between the educational institutions and the city. Uh, and I, I think this is going to be an incredibly rich new partnership. It's going to be beneficial for students. It's going to be beneficial to ensure that everyone has access to a quality education. But it's also going to be beneficial to the city. We don't have all the answers. And the experts, quite frankly, are in, are in engineering departments and other places throughout the and city. And several of our prior presidents, uh, most recently Don Parra, who was on our show, and before that King Alexander and Robert Maxson, who you knew when who's president when you were here, all said to a person that without a great university, you can't have a great city. That's right. And without a great city, you can't have a great university. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what other areas would you want to focus on? Let me, let me backtrack for a second. Mayor Foster, who has vigorously embraced your campaign and endorsed, personally endorsed you for this position, on our show articulated three criteria, this is before he endorsed anyone, for choosing the next mayor. One was uh, financial discipline, two was uh, executive ability or experience, and third was trust. Uh, pick a, a candidate who, you, who has those three elements. Uh, I'd like to focus for a second on executive ability or experience. Would you explain 
uh, to the voters what you believe your executive ability or experience is? Sure, well, it's a variety of things. I mean, first, I've been the number two guy at the city now for the past few years as vice mayor. And a as vice mayor, uh, I've been a partner with Mayor Foster in leading the city in the right direction. With, but the city council issues from the budget to public safety items. So we have been leading the city in the right direction. Mayor Foster has done a phenomenal job. I'm proud to have his support. But I know the city on the executive side. I know what needs to get done. We've managed, we've built a great new airport. We've done development. We've managed the port. So all of that's been in place. Beyond that, I've, I've, I mean, I've opened up a su successful small business in the past, so I'm, I understand the process of being a small business owner myself and, and the, the challenges. The, uh, that's right, absolutely. Um, and I've also served in, uh, in, in management roles as well as at the educational level. So besides being a, a classroom teacher, I've served as, as, a, as a dean as well as a, a manager and an administrator. So I know, obviously, about managing people, and I think it's, it's pretty clear that I have that executive experience. But it's also important that uh, a mayor is not only a good executive, but a good consensus builder. And I think it's important, you know, I, I love Mayor Foster. He's in a phenomenal job, but I'm going to be very different than Mayor Foster. How will you be different? Well, I think just anyone that knows me knows my personality. I'm a consensus builder. I think that Mayor Foster came in with incredibly rich ex executive experience that served the time well. It's going to be my job also to be the ambassador-in-chief for the city. We've got to sell Long Beach again. We've got to make sure that Long Beach is globally known, that people respect our city, that Long Beach is at the top of mind at every single business out there. We've got to let people know that Long Beach is open for business. We've got to let people know all the incredibly rich assets that we have as a city. I love this town. We People love living here. We've got to tell the Long Beach story the right way. And that, that's an important distinction. Fair enough. And we'll be back with more of our show after we pause for these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. Italy's a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. Who needs this modern world? I can live just fine out here without the road rage and boy bands. Of course, I might miss my Charter HD with football on ESPN and Walking Dead on AMC. ESPN and AMC. And, well, Shark Week on Discovery HD. But that's all. AMC, ESPN, Discovery, TBS, and Comedy Central HD. But that's it. Except for HBO HD. Charter now has over 100 HD channels and more brilliant HD shows on demand than ever. Shows We're back with our conversation with Vice Mayor Robert Garcia, candidate for mayor of the city of Long Beach. 
Robert, leadership is so important to any institution, whether it's a university, a city, a corporation, and the character and personality of the leader has an enormous impact on the institution. What would you like people to know about you that would give them a positive uh, uh, impulse to, to, to make you their leader as mayor? Well, I mean, I think one thing about me that, uh, that my, my, I'm proud of, my family's proud of, I'm an optimist. Uh, I, I, I honestly believe uh, that our, as a city, our best days are ahead of us. Uh, I believe in the power of positive thinking. I believe in the power of being kind to people. I believe that you should be honest, you should be kind, uh, you should have respectful dialogue, that you shouldn't attack people for the sake of attacking people. Um, and that's what I'm going to bring to the office is uh, I have a character of someone that you don't see me going around saying things about other council members or having public arguments because that's just not me. I believe in consensus building. I believe you listen to each other, you do your homework. If you're going to disagree, you try to do it, you know, try to do it in a respectful manner. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to have an optimistic view of Long Beach. And you know, growing up, uh, I grew, like you mentioned earlier, I grew up in a t difficult, uh, you know, situation at home. Uh, certainly, uh, a lot of people living in one little home and not a lot of support or money. But we were optimistic. We always thought that the next day would get better. Well, I have to comment that. It's amazing because I think you share that with your opponent. He grew up in difficult circumstances and somehow came out an optimist about the thing. So, um, so that that's very important: character and integrity and and personality. And uh, we mentioned earlier how Mayor Forster has embraced your candidacy and endorsed you personally. Can you list? some significant vote or issue on which you disagreed with the mayor in the six years you've been a council person? That's a good question. Uh, let's see. Well, I think, you know, one area where I think we were different and on a different place on was I came out publicly and supported the living wage uh, ballot initiative that came forward uh, through a lot of, you know, co coalition of, of leaders. And I know the, the, the mayor uh, did not come out in favor of it, and, and that's okay. Uh, but I believed in that. I thought it was the right thing to do. I thought that if the city is able to give uh, uh, and support and provide support in a, in a, to a modest increase uh, for people that are working, have been working eight, ten years at, at minimum wage, and we're able to help them out just a little bit more, uh, I, I supported that. And I think that was the right thing to do. The city support, as you know, it passed with, I believe, over 65% uh, of the vote. And so I think that's, some, that's an area where I think we had different, a different view. Um, but I think it was the right thing to do. What, uh, what issue do you think will be uh, uh, important in the next four years that we haven't already talked about with regard to leadership and the mayor? Well, I, I think what's going to be really important this next go around is ensuring that we, as we grow the city, we're not out of the woods yet, that as we grow, uh, we also think about the neighborhoods and the environment that we're in. And I think we're entering a new phase where we have to really consider the, the community more. And oftentimes during boom years and when there's a lot of growth, uh, things like environmental protection, uh, things like you know, integrating the neighborhood into, into projects are sometimes put aside. And I think that is a mistake. Now that we have financial, uh, the financial strength that we're in, now that it's going to be new development, there's more interest and more dollars coming into the city. Developers are looking again to build. There's more interest in rebuilding infrastructure. We've got to make sure that we're also very open and bring people in. What role do you think the mayor appropriately should play in attracting new business uh, to our city, getting 
big companies to come here or to look at Long Beach. Well, just paint the role of the mayor as you see a Garcia mayorship. The role of the mayor, first of all, is you're the ambassador in chief. And I think it's really important that the mayor is selling Long Beach. You're selling Long Beach not just to the community, but you're selling it to the business community, to the region, uh, and quite frankly, to the world. You are telling people all globally what Long Beach is about, why to bring your business here. We've got to make sure that people that we're doing trade with, that they know why Long Beach is great, our schools, our parks, our community. We've got to sell the city the right way. So the salesman in chief, if you will. Ambassador in chief. Ambassador in chief. Okay, that sounds a little better. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show, but first we have to pause for these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. those who are closest to you from our family to yours McCarty's jewelry since 1932 the renaissance leisure fair for a joust and the turkey leg fun for the whole family there's food performances of all kinds food hundreds of shops offering unique handmade works of art a collection of games food play renquest and live your own legend we like turkey come join in the fun Renaissance Pleasure Fair. The Renaissance Pleasure Fair, where fantasy rules. R-E-N-F-A-I-R dot com. I think in the primary election, uh, the community voted a generational change. Both uh, Vice Mayor Garcia and his opponent uh, are, are youthful uh, uh, candidates, and the community decided that they would want those to be the, the two in the runoff. Both candidates do have... Uh, impressive personal biographies and uh, overcame uh, some challenging circumstances to, to wind up where they are. So my congratulations to both of them for uh, being willing to participate in the political process. Without good candidates running, uh, democracy uh, doesn't work. So, so Robert, uh, thank you for that. And uh, uh, just any final thoughts you'd like to share with our viewers? Sure. Just that, you know, I'm I'm running for, for mayor because I love the city and I love the people here. Uh, we have incredibly great assets and resources. Uh, I always say the best day of my life as an immigrant was the day I became an American. And I'll never be able to give back to my country what my country has given to me. So I'm in this because I love my country, I love my community, 
and I love Long Beach. Well, thank you very much, and uh, thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. Thank you. Okay. And thank you at home for being our guest, and please be with us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.